take over. He's a Bucks fan. Bruh, stop Bucks putting on headphones. Like, uh, act like you've done me. this before. That's me. I don't I know why I'm thinking Cowboys. Act like you've done this before. No, Cole, we working on the no. sound. You over here squeaking. Hey, man, don't give me uh, <coughs> epilepsy with that light. Yeah, I mean, you can turn real. it off with that. <laughs> well, quit changing the color. Leave it. Like, pick a color. Oh, and that, let it. That's, that's what it's on. It's on uh, Strobe. Auto. Yeah, leave it yeah, on that. That's a nice that's soft light. light. That's a soft light. <clears throat> Y'all ready? Y'all ready to do this? <clears throat> I'm going to get my script up for him. Should play the NFL intro to NFL tonight. The worldwide leader in sports. Whenever y'all ready, let's rock. All right. Go. Barto just, uh, <laughs> they're, they're uh, moving on to the championship game. Shout out to the Barto Yellow Jackets basketball team. Yeah, Big yeah. shout out to them boys going back to the White House. Them boys. So I get, oh, so, so, go ahead. So I guess the game will be sad. We were recording that whole time. So I, <laughs> I, I guess the game will be Saturday, the championship game, I would imagine. That's what's up. Okay. Yes, sir. Back to back, trying to be uh, the first. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's a Barto team, but I, maybe County. I saw something where they're trying to make history being right. back champs. So. I saw that as well. That's what's up. Yeah, Got to get some Barto. context on that. So, yeah, we'll definitely be looking at that. But uh, shout out to Coach McGriff and the Barto Yellow Jacket basketball team. Yeah, yeah. They are doing their thing. Does anyone know by chance who they're playing? For the final or tonight? Tonight. I think it's like St. Cloud or some some odd name like that. Why? Why is it odd? I mean, I, I, I guess St. Cloud's a city on the other side of Orlando. I get. I guess. I guess they're gonna win either way, right? They already yeah. won. Oh, it's already over. Yeah. Good. Uh, stuff. I thought it was tonight or yesterday. I think. <coughs> Wait, it's already over. Yeah. They won what was the score? Sixty-one to twenty-four. Oh. <laughs> they they played, put it they, on them boys. Are you serious? They played the Forest Wildcats. Who in the world? And uh, I did look at the breakdown of the. Well, I looked at the starting lineups, and are we recording? Yeah, we've been recording. Not gonna introduce anybody. Man, we just man, like we. Hey, they know show. who we are. And welcome ahead, to the Barstool Jacket <laughs> Breakdown <laughs> Podcast. If you I'm can't host tell. Cole, and I am here with Jason, my dad, Wes, and here. Carolina Sin. Glad there we to have go. everybody here. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode. We appreciate Barto. each and every one of you. And uh, let's get into it. All right. So, um, believe it or not, quarter one is over. Um, That's what it was. Was Barto? Yeah. Just play points in every week. Quarter one. Yeah, practically. (laughs) But uh, yeah, you kind of took the initiative on that one. You just hopped right into it, whether you knew it or not. Oh, the basketball was the yeah. That was quarter one. Well, let's Um, let's not finish up there. I was making a point. The basketball they showed the starting lineups. Okay. And I was looking at the sizes of all the players. Yeah. And uh, Dathan is the biggest basketball uh, player on our team, 6'5". Six, 6'5", five. Six, five, okay. That's the biggest? He's the tallest one on Bartow's team. They were all over six foot. Um, right. But, but six, and they were deep. The... You know, they, they're deep, talented team. Yeah. But uh, the team they were playing, the starting lineup was interesting. They had a guy that was 6'5", and then they had two kids that were 6'8". But they Whoa. all graduate next year. Now, it doesn't, I mean, Ooh. I don't think it's the same, you know, the, 
getting beat well, like they that. Got, they got they tails blowed out. Yeah, that, it ain't yeah, gonna matter. Yeah. They come back next year or not. So. It's not. I wonder who they'll be playing <laughs> so. in the championship game. But again, shout out to Barto. They're, they're, it's an unbelievable program that Coach McGriff has. Incredible, incredible, good stuff. So today's go ahead. Feel that? What's that? AC? I heard it, <laughs> but I ain't feel it. It'll make his way around. Yeah, too. me too. <laughs> I'm looking up that Dyson right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, we're still having some AC problems in the uh, new studio for those who are wondering. Who was good that other time? What's yeah. going on? It's not really AC problems. It's just it's oh, a small, it now. It's a small we'll space, and it's like if it ain't on, it's just that stagnant air, yeah. and I can't deal with that. I, I got to be comfortable, so more money to spend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today's show... Um, we're going to be covering, covering, excuse me, a lot of NFL talk from free agency to trades, uh, some of our opinions as far as who won some trades, who didn't. And then we're kind of go, going into a general manager mode, if you will, um, with, mo- for the most part, if I'm not mistaken, everyone's favorite team here besides myself is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, recent Super Bowl uh, champions, Tom Brady and again? company. I am with the Seattle Seahawks. Oh. Right. That's not a bad choice. So, um, I don't mind the Seahawks. We'll, we'll be going in GM mode, which will be awesome for oh. you guys. There's three of y'all to kind of answer some of these questions I have. So you're, uh, you're hurting right now then. N- noted. Since Russell's leaving, right? No. But we'll get no. into that, oh. certainly. Um, yeah, so when they trade him, they're going to be getting the quarterback back. Hmm. And then I will go down myself, given that I'm obviously the only Seattle Seahawks fan here, and uh, try and give my input on on some of these questions as well regarding the team um and then going into quarter four um we just got some more nfl talk so as i said this whole show is all nfl talk let's go so you guys ready to get into it mm-hmm. all right gmo tampa bay buccaneers we're rolling into quarter two already so Obviously, in the offseason, it can be a, a really good thing, a really bad thing for most teams. Obviously, you always, as a fan, you hope for the best, you hope for the good. But, you know, if you're a Cowboys fan or a, a Jets fan or <laughs> some of these other teams, Jags, uh, you know, it, it, you've, you've had quite a few uh, terrible offseasons lately here and just things that haven't gone your way. Doesn't mean that they won't, you know. For example, Jaguars, shout out to them. Got Coach Urban Meyer coming out of retirement. Then they got a number one draft pick who I think we all know is they're picking Trevor Lawrence <coughs> there. So they, they got some things going their way finally. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Listen, can, can we just start with Urban Meyer? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Absolutely. Let these Florida boys get this off their chest. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this is real talk right here. Okay. I'm a Gator fan. Um, when Urban Meyer was with the Gators, you know, he was a great coach. He was my coach. Right. I don't like the way he left the program. I don't like the way he went to Ohio State and did what he did there. Um, I think he's a liar. Yep. I think he's a, a – I'm going to be nice. I ain't going to say nothing else. Um, <laughs> but I don't think he's that great of a coach. Now let the Miami Hurricanes jump in. <laughs> I don't I – don't, when he was at Florida, he had <clears throat> Dan Mullen and Charlie Strong and – he had a he had I can't remember all the coaches back then, but he had good coaches with him. And then when he went to Ohio State, he had good coaches, but you only play one game a year against Michigan. Like I, it's not going to translate to the NFL. He's going to be a, a, like a lot of other 
You know, college coach he's is, gonna be an excitement. Yeah, it's not Steve Spurrier is not going to work. It's it not. does. Yeah, it he doesn't. Lead Jacksonville without telling the players, just because like Saban did. He's used <laughs> to getting in kids' butts. You know, it, it it's you're not gonna go to the NFL right and talk to those guys making more money it's than not you, the same way. The same way, and he hasn't done anything as a coach for me to think that he could go to Jacksonville and turn that program around. Absolutely. Right. You know, that's just my take. So I mean, the Raiders did also. Give John Gruden a ten-year, one hundred million dollar contract. Too. John, John Gruden John has also displayed work. that he has a offensive intellect that he can see things that most coaches can't see. That's just, and I mean, won a Super Bowl, just not with the Raiders. Yeah, <laughs> we don't realize how hard it is to win a Super Bowl. But see, he's playing. He's playing general manager too. Yeah, you know, in Oakland, where he in Tampa, he wasn't. So, but look, Urban Meyer. So. Most of the most of the great college football coaches are trash people. Like Nick Saban has probably cemented cemented himself as the best college football coach ever at this point after winning with LSU and with Alabama and stuff like that, right? Go ahead and say it. You know you want to say it. He's say it. Say what? Roll tide. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but he is he is not he is not a good like he he did some of the same stuff that you're talking about, like whatever Meyer. Like he literally left the Miami Dolphins, and players didn't know he was leaving to go back to college. You know what I mean? Like the way they, the way he carries himself. <clears throat> you have to have in college as the head coach this God complex, mm-hmm. right? And some of them do it now. To to Saban's credit, he's not he's not as as he is arrogant, but he doesn't. He's not rude to people. He defends his players and stuff. You know what I mean. But some of them have a god complex, and they're just mean to everybody. You know what I mean. Um, Urban Myers has that. You can't. That's what you were talking about. Will not translate into the pros. Yeah, I don't think so. Right. And the great ones that have done it. It's it's the reason why Penn State got away with all the travesties they got away with because Joe Paul was God on that campus, and you start winning titles. Your word goes. You, you're stronger than the athletic director. So what's your take, Wes? You think he's going to have success in the NFL? I mean, I th- I, he's hired some some staff already, right? I think overall, naturally, the Jacksonville Jaguars are, you know, they're trying to build a future, and then they're also simply just, as any team is every year, trying to be better than the year prior, and then ultimately go into the playoffs, Super Bowl, et cetera, et cetera, which I don't think that'll be happening for them next year. But I do think overall they'll be a, a better football team next year. I'm not promising them playoffs. I'm not About promising eight and eight. them. I'm not even going to promise them that. I'm not no. going to promise them anything. Uh, I would say because isn't their defense pretty top notch right now? Ask. Cole, like he's not walking into like Cole. Tell us, tell us field. about the Jacksonville Jaguars team. I know you don't know much about, uh, you know, Coach Meyer and, and his success. You know, or what he'll be able to do there but what about what is he walking into does he have talent there to work um, with and he, we know he's got the number one pick yeah, yeah. he's got trevor he has Lawrence a lot there. more picks too um the defense used to be good like 2018 then they gave up like calais campbell yannick ningakwe i think it's how you say jalen ramsey jalen yeah. ramsey i mean they had a stellar defense in 2018 they went to the afc championship right yeah. and just gave all those players away they were and a game away now well, they didn't really sign them Mm-mm. no they just game away what do you mean? Practically traded them. They did. Yeah, it just traded people yeah. and didn't get good. Not return? for a whole lot either, oh, wow. to be honest. For the most part, 
I think they got a good haul for Ramsey. Oh, well, maybe they. I mean, they finished one in fifteen last year. So uh, yeah, so they I mean, won the yeah, first so game of the I season. I take back what I said. On a fifteen-game losing. Streak. As I said, they're yeah. going to be a better football team yeah, next they, year. They That's what I promised. The ceiling wasn't too high. All right. You know yeah. what? What I see happening, and I don't know who he's hired. I think he brought Charlie Strong on. I think Cole, if you can look that up for me, I think he's he hired Charlie Strong as an assistant head coach and linebacker coach, if I remember. Okay, that's a good hire. Don't know who he's going to have as defensive coordinator. I would have went with Charlie Strong as my defensive coordinator, head co-coach. But then it's really going to be down to who his offensive coordinator is because that's what's made Urban Meyer Urban Meyer. That in recruiting is the offense. But okay. you know, he ain't, he doesn't have damn I mean, moments. if he can control it, it's like the president picking the cabinet, right? Mm-hmm. Like all of these, like when Jimmy Johnson was winning in Dallas, you know, they had Dave Wonstadt, the coordinator, like their coordinator coordinators are phenomenal, but some of them are they're just coordinators. They don't translate when they go into head coaching positions. So, so if he can put a good team around him, like you said, yeah, they'll have he success. Can manage that. They'll have success, but it's gonna be <clears throat> year two and three. You're not gonna see much improvement from year one. Yeah. They're, they're finalizing a deal. Finalizing a deal. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good hire. That's a good start for Coach Meyer. But yeah, there'll be that new energy. First six games or so. Yeah, certainly. The division. Mm. Who, who's the top team in that division? Colts. 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 So you got Tennessee, you got- Indianapolis, and Houston. Houston yep. going to be on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? Houston's. Like garbage fire. Yeah. Okay. So it's not a great, great division. I mean, uh-uh. Indy's pretty good. but So, yeah. Look, and the Colts. So, sorry to interrupt, but that's, that's going to be a division to watch. Mm-hmm. The Colts, Carson Wentz and company. Okay. Texans, I might be starting quarterback next year for the Texans. <laughs> Lord knows. Nobody wants to play that. <laughs> and I'll start at linebacker. I'm so. pretty sure that they released their backup quarterback. I'll start at linebacker. Dude, it's ridiculous. Then you got, uh, who are you just so, talking about? And the Jaguars. Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer and company. And then uh, Tennessee. Oh, ten, Tennessee's running that division next year. I mean, they've had a lot of success lately. Uh, kudos to them. Derrick Henry, Jesus. Um, yeah. Dude could play linebacker well, probably on any NFL team right now if he wanted you wanted know to with his size. What's that? Arizona plays Houston this year. Oh, that's gonna be oh, fun. Really? That's yes. gonna be. I'm gonna watch that game. <laughs> but uh, that's gonna be an interesting division to watch. Not the most talent in the world in that division, um, but a lot of a lot of <laughs> that might be where he lucks out, right? Yeah, mess around and win the division at eight and eight. Yeah, honestly. I'm, who did we had that? seven oh, and nine the, teams this it, year. That was the football team. They went seven and nine. Yeah, the so. NFC East. My goodness, God bless East. all those teams. <laughs> Every single one of them. Yeah. Every one of them. My Giants are my backup. Well, not my yeah. backup team. My my B team. Well, they're they're definitely that. They are definitely <laughs> the D team right now. <laughs> yeah, they're they're definitely, definitely the that. New York Football Giants. At least I'm not a Cowboys fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's. There's hey, I like Dak though. I hope I hope they sign him. I don't know that they're going to at this point, but they should. So we we were they talking to. about they should try to get Deshaun Watson. <laughs> they're not. They're not going to try and get Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Watson to where? To Dallas. Yeah. The amount of stuff they're talking about trading Dak and Ezekiel for Deshaun. <laughs> the amount of stuff that would have to happen, like that would. That would That's about it. That's change it. the entire atmosphere in the NFL. <laughs> you trade. Nah. You, I think I think you would have to, because we talked about this uh, last night, I think you would have to trade Dak, Ezekiel, and a second-round pick 
Or they'd have to put somebody um, They'd have to swap another position That makes up for some of Zeke's contract To make the money work Because Zeke's getting overpaid Yeah, and Tony Pollard The couple of games he's started And he's played in, even on special teams Has proven that he can fill that void Without a doubt, if not sometimes Better than Zeke I, Yeah, I did say that um, but nonetheless, we're, we're supposed to be going into GM mode for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And here we are being GMs for literally every other team, <laughs> but the Buccaneers. So without further ado, uh, kind of the first question here, we have two players on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that you are, you know, th- this is going to be your first two priority players. You're giving a new contract to rolling into the next season. Easy. Shaquille Barrett, Chris Godwin. Oh man, that's a lot of money. Drop the mic. That is a lot of money. I know, but the question was, if you could sign two people, Absolutely. Who, would, who would they be? Chris Godwin and Shaquille Barrett. Thank goodness that ain't the only question. Put the franchise tag on Shaq. All right. And and so that's going to bring up the next question. You're, and these, these aren't going to be no backup, backup, backup kind of players for this next question here. Because if you're wanting to sign those two, the next question is, you have two players that you're cutting. You got to cut Tom or, Brady. Or, or you're simply letting go into free agency. Hmm. Chris Godwin is and Shaq Barrett. They're both free agents, um, technically. Or yeah. not technically, but they are. So the Chris Godwin thing depends on what you can sign A B for or not sign A B for. Yeah. Like, okay. You I have don't, enough, I don't want A B back. You have enough wide receivers in that stable that are that are fine. So let me ask you guys this. Rolling into the next season, who who would you rather have out of these three? Shaq. A.B., Chris Godwin, or Tyler Johnson, your rookie? Who, who would you, Tyler, who, Tyler Johnson is a stud. I'm going to be honest. Not a Buccaneers fan, obviously. I'm, I'm rolling with the rook. Tyler Johnson. I would, I would go Chris Godwin, Tyler Johnson, Antonio Brown. Okay. Sin? It depends on the money. Yeah. If so I can lock Tyler up. Is that a question for, again for me? If I could lock three, him up in that th- rookie contract. Three wide receivers. Obviously, the wide receiver core for Tampa this past season was absolutely loaded. It's looking like it's going to be that way again. Chris Godwin, uh, phenomenal, phenomenal wide receiver, uh, practically elite, is going to be a free agent. But if you had to choose between these three, that being Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, who um, is, I mean, still phenomenal talent. He's just aging, right? Like everyone. I've seen his feet. I wouldn't hire him. Like his feet were disgusting. <laughs> and then you got, got frostbite on his feet. Tyler Johnson. Feet. Tyler Johnson, uh, the rookie wide receiver. Well, he's going into year two, still practically a rookie. Um, you got to choose between one of those three. So I got to choose between one of those three. Yep. Who, who you're rolling into next year with and into you your still future. Got Mike Evans. And you still got Mike Evans. You still got Gronk. I mean, Cameron Brait. You still got Scotty Miller. No, I Scott would cut Cameron Brait. Josh Let's Morris. hear it, Jason. We got we got OJ Howard come back from injury, and then we still got Gronk. Maybe I mean he's a free agent, but we can sign him back. Yeah, and get that Tom Brady Gronk connection. So, so and to then answer the question, that's really an easy question. I'm I'm going Godwin. You going but, Godwin? But okay. but I if mean, Godwin wasn't there, I'd choose Tyler Johnson. So 100%. but to to take that a little further in the GM mode, I'm franchising Godwin. Oh, and letting A B go. A lot of money. Letting A B go. Okay. I'm letting A B go. We got enough wide receivers. We don't need A B. See, AB is a good, he's good to be there, but we don't need AB. Right. So here's my thing with Mike Evans. Mike Evans is a number number one receiver. I'm franchising Shaq. 
And the other's just going to fall how it comes. We've got Josh Pierce. I'm going to keep one between AB's going to play for less money still at this point. Um, I would think so. Right. So if Godwin's pressing the fact that he needs 15 million or 13 million, then I'm just going to go with AB. Like, I'm not even going to bat an eye at it. I'm be like, this is like, here, dog, we can get you seven or eight. Dang. You know what I mean? Like, and if you want to stay, then you can stay. If not, like, because Tom Brady has traditionally, on, on on top of all the other things he does great, he does the most with the less, with the least. He's already got Mike Evans. He keeps A.B. He has Gronk. He's got Pearson, Scotty Miller. I don't care if if God or yeah, if Godwin goes. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm not even bad. I don't even. I'm not even losing sleep over it. Shaq is who I'm worried about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the reality here as well with this question, um, some of you guys listening are probably already figuring, oh, Tyler Johnson's a rookie. He's going to have to be back next year. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. So I guess you can't really necessarily lose. Tyler Johnson, but it's more of a hypothetical question anyways. Um, I mean, you guys know more than me. Godwin doesn't – the eyeball test. He ain't jump off the screen. Yeah, he's a good receiver. I know, Cole, you're big on him. I think it was hard to do that this year. He's – he is what he is. Like, he'll be a number one receiver on a team that he goes to. Absolutely. I'm just saying, of all the – Places where yeah. you got an defense abundance is, yeah. at defense is more important right. for the NFL to, to throw money at. I've always said Super Bowl teams don't usually have an elite, an elite wide receiver doesn't usually win the Super Bowl. Right. You had so three number one wide receivers. If you consider AB, I mean, AB didn't play, but AB a number one wide receiver. He can be. Yeah. Gets his stuff. You had three number one wide receivers, a, a number, a, a number one tight end, and the transition of all time. And then other tight ends that are in the top five, the rest of the like, you're not hurting in the receiving core. And then the rookies were looking, which that's Tom Brady. The rookies were looking phenomenal. Antoine Winfield. So, which you're the oh, yeah, you're should have won rookie of the year. You're big into like the salary cap and all that. So I'm gonna ask you a question because I never hear anybody talk about this. How much, you know, with the Bucks winning the Super Bowl during the pandemic year? And the lack of crowds and all that stuff. How much money did they lose by not having full stadiums every game and the parking and the concessions? Like, so is I guess my question is, you know, Bucks owners they have money. Of but course. Is it are are teams this year not going to throw out as much money because they didn't make as much? Um. No, because if I'm not mistaken, um, and I think Sin knows this, the salary cap got extended just a just a hair, right? Well, no, they're talking about it going down, or is it on going the down next one because of I, all of this? It'll right. be about twenty million less. Okay, so there there's the answer there. Um, That's why Dak's trying to get signed in <laughs> ahead of that. Yeah. yeah, it just said that each NFL <laughs> team's projected to lose fifteen to twenty million this year. Yeah, and then it has to be. For the Bucks, twenty million or plus being yeah. a Super Bowl champ. So it's gonna be again, it's gonna be an interesting uh off season, uh more than ever, uh because of that. Um and a lot of other reasons as well, just naturally the the carousel of, of quarterbacks and so on and so forth. Um and then I've heard from either Ian Rappaport or Scheffner, one of those insider guys for the NFL, um, who does a lot of covering pretty much on everything in the NFL. 
that within the next two weeks, you're going to hear a lot of big names uh, practically just being cut by teams. Um, so a lot of big moves are going to be coming here very soon. I think the draft officially is next month, right? April. So I'm definitely looking forward to that as well. Granted, my poor Seattle Seahawks only have four picks this year, and we don't have a first rounder. Not that we ever pick anyone good in the first round anyways. Not since Bruce, Bruce Irvin, excuse me, a couple years back. But um, n- nonetheless, Bruce Irvin. Nah, nah. Um, Super Bowl champ. But uh, so two players you're cutting. Um, back to that question because we kind of got off on a tangent there. Two players that you will be cutting. And, Cole, be careful with your answer here because you said you're re-signing Godwin and Shaq. I know. That is a lot of money. I think everyone in here knows that, <laughs> including you, I would hope. Uh, one guy I think I'm going to cut is Cameron Bright. Okay. We have three great tight ends. Cameron Bray, O.J. Howard, Rob Gronkowski. Cameron Bray had to fill the role of O.J. Howard this season. And then O.J. Howard's going to be back and healthy next season. So I feel like we just need to cut Cameron Bray, get that money, and have some caps. Cameron Bray, I mean, if he's on the contract, they'll trade him, right? You you could. Yeah. I mean, I feel like some teams could use Cameron Bray. Cameron yeah, Bray's making six and a half million. That ain't gonna OJ's be enough. Making six. Yeah, so. and then you're not gonna get much for Bray. I'm being honest. And then Bray's like thirty at least, maybe or, or up there. He's man a six seven round pick, something. Yeah, maybe a six or seventh rounder at most. And you get rid of that six and a half million. Yeah, and then you're getting a six or seven, you know, round salary coming in and a new young player. Yeah, I mean, that so. would, it's worth exploring. And OJ Howard is only worth like three million. OJ, but let's let's think back now. OJ Howard wasn't what we thought he was going to yeah, be. Yeah, he didn't play up, dude. Well, so yeah. it's because he got injured in like the third game. Uh, yeah, and he was uh, okay. He was playing with Jameis so, too, yeah. which I mean, know. Brady's going to help him. I mean, I, yeah, I think I, so. Yeah, I mean, I remember him. He was an Alabama guy, right? Yes. Yeah, I remember him in college, and I know right. what he can do. I mean, it's. Yeah, I mean, not, I think he'd be fine. Not pits, but yeah, you know, Agreed. definitely a, a it's big again, body. You just you don't have to. You can go where wherever the money takes you. Right. So that's one player, Cole. <laughs> mm, I, I got to think about this. And one. with those two re-signings, I don't even know if cutting Bray or letting him go, uh, whether that be just cutting or whatever. I don't think that's you're clearing enough space there for those two re-signings because those are two huge, huge re-signings in both. Uh, Shaq Barrett and Chris Godwin. Um, I'm assuming maybe you're looking at the roster, but by all means, take your time. Yeah, that's um, what I'm doing. So the next, the next question, anyways, is kind of a, a tag along question, which yeah, I guess you could say three players you're you're cutting. I guess the question should just be three players you're letting walk away, because the next one is one player you're letting walk in free agency. Um, and I'm not too familiar of all who are going, to, what players are going to be free agents within the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I just know their two biggest ones is Chris Godwin and Shaq Barrett, both of which Cole already said he would resign. <laughs> if I had enough money, to and the Tampa Bay Bucks said they're going to resign them both too. Yeah, yeah. Course, well, I'd, yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting. You got to run it back at least once, right? You got to yeah. pay what you got to pay. Yeah, run it back. Well, yeah. <laughs> Brady's already said, Evans, they've already said they'll restructure their contracts to take less money. Like, Shaq is the pinhole for that. Like, and, and that's where the franchise tag comes in. You get protections with that, too. Shaq was the, uh, he was from LSU, wasn't he? I think so. I think so. I think he was an outside linebacker. linebacker. LSU, yeah. He's phenomenal. Yeah. He's getting up there in age, but still producing, like, 
<laughs> I mean, like he was drafted yesterday. But um, no, I franchise him. Let him let him walk next year. Back to that cutting question. I'm going to cut our left tackle, Donovan what? Smith. Man. Donovan Smith. That's thirteen point seven. Left tackle always makes the second yeah. most on the team. Left tackle. Okay. Unless you got a superstar. Cole. No. Cole. Did, did who'd you just say? Did you watch the blind? Side? Our left tackle, Donovan Smith. Did, did he play left tackle on start? I have no yeah, idea. He did, and then there was a couple games I think where he didn't do the injury. Uh the Beard and the Boys said that we had a rookie playing left tackle. Tristan Worth. And he only gave up one sack off. No, season. that's right tackle. Right. So he plays right tackle? Yeah, it wasn't the left tackle. Okay. Yeah. Because the left tackle is the most important. He I did think. his job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady, did, he did his job. I think it's safe to say all those linemen in Tampa did their jobs, to be honest. But it's but it's such a it's a easier job when you got Tom Brady back there. One, you're going to try harder because you've got Tom Brady. Two, he's going to get rid of the ball in two seconds. Like, it's – So, <laughs> okay, so – It's crazy to say from that. A, try harder. From a – from a <laughs> You know, like the old head that walks out on the basketball court, his knowledge carries some weight to play with the young boys. But Tom Brady is not mobile at all, so no. it's a little bit tougher. I think because I would, yeah. because you you got to make sure your guy does not get around you because <laughs> Tom Brady ain't out ain't scrambling. So as far as getting rid of the ball quicker from a from a vision standpoint, maybe he knows how to throw the ball away. So that don't mean he's not taking the hits though. He's not release, He's not getting rid of it quicker like Mahomes is as far as actually physically getting rid of it quicker. So the left tackle has to be on point. And I know that center's getting older, but the long hair center he was a he was a That's dog man. He was That's a the dog enforcer against, dog like in the Packer game. What? <laughs> he was in that de- defensive line. Say what I want to say. <laughs> Said it. It was it. So. I might have gave him a pass. Never mind. Let me not say that. Let's family show. show, family show. <laughs> All right. So moving on, um, and this is gonna. This is a somewhat interesting question, given that you know it's like how do you how do you make a team that just won the Super Bowl? How can you make them better, or how can you try to? Where do you start? Um, and one of those things is the NFL draft, which we already said it's next month. We're all looking forward to it. Biggest draft need for Tampa Bay. Who who should they be looking at? Where should they be looking at? Position wise, team wise, you name it. What what do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, maybe need to do some scouting on in terms of position for this upcoming draft? That's a good question. It is certainly a good question. I think so because I've ran into this the same sort of uh, debacle, if you will, when my Seahawks won the Super Bowl um, against the Broncos. If you want to call it much, of, I mean, it wasn't much of a game. It was like forty-three to eight. But then I was like, "Man, who do we who do we need? Who do we want in this draft?" I, as Cole just said, I was like, "Man, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know." I, I think I have an idea because Nadam King Sue and Shaquille Bear are both free agents. Yeah, we need to look at D line. So it's not. It's a it's a weak D line class. You ain't gonna get the value there. Yeah, yeah. It, the defensive line is not is just not there this year. Um. For me, I think we said it on one of the other episodes of Bartos Show. If that running back from Alabama's there, <laughs> no way he's dropping a thirty. I'm telling you, I'm watching the boards. It, it there's a possibility. I mean, if he is, we take him a hundred percent. I don't you, think he's dropping that either. Exactly. I mean, if he's there, I'm taking him. He's um, the number one running back in the draft. It's really for me. It's going to go down to the best player available on the board. 
Okay. Because yeah. there's not a, a lot of dying needs for the Bucks. Of course, they need to get a quarterback eventually. But, I mean, hell, Brady may play three more seasons. So, it's not – if I'm drafting, I'm looking at the board at 32, and I'm saying what person on player. that board is going to come in next season and contribute right away. And that's the player that I'm signing. They're looking at an opposite um, edge rusher opposite of JPP. Mm-hmm. So me personally, I, I'm if if a if I'm Bruce Arians and I can find a quarterback, you know, like one of like a Tom. You're never going to find a Tom Brady, but I mean, like you go out there and you see a guy. But you could get that, that in would, the fourth, fifth round. Possibly, you know what I mean. Like Possibly. you could find that that well, talent, the groom. You got like so almost. It seems like ten quarterbacks. I'm exaggerating. That yeah, this number is a, a bit, this is a big. It's a big. You got like so mediocre many, class of quarterbacks. Yeah, you got so many projected to go in like top ten, top fifteen picks. But you if you just, could find that one that you're like, his yeah. mechanics are solid. You might have three years it. behind Tom Brady, and Tom Brady gonna tell him teach him every. Yeah. Tom Brady is that guy. Three years behind Tom Brady, two or three, you know, and then you've got to replace him at that point. You got to, you can still be in the hunt in the NFC South. So, yeah. quarterback <clears throat> or best Alabama player available? That's what, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> but if Najee Harris does fall to and 32. And if Najee Harris was on the player. Bucks next year. No, because Fournette and LaShawn McCoy are both, well, LaShawn McCoy retired, but. Uh, Leonard Fournette is a free agent, so yeah, if he's he doesn't walk. sign back, he's, he's coming back. Not if they draft a, a running back. He's still coming. Hey, back. I'm just completely letting go of, of. He's coming back. Oh boy, what's his name? Um, the other running back, Ronald Jones. Oh yeah, Rojo. He's yeah. not. No, a, he's, not a th- he's not a three down back. They he's could not a three him. down back. They could My friend him. told me that Ronald Jones is a power back. I laughed in his face. <laughs> it. He runs harder than he does. I mean, he runs strong. He's a physical runner. Yeah, he's I know, a, but that's he, why we use Leonard Fournette because he's the power back. But Leonard Fournette can catch the ball out of the back. Right. Yeah. That ain't Jones's thing. Yeah. And with Tom Brady, he needs that check yeah. down. Yeah. Because that's his strength. Right. Like he's not going to take the sack. He's going to get rid of the ball. You he know, needs to be able to throw says, somebody's going to catch it consistently. My one's not immediately open. Where's my tight end? Where's my check down right yeah. back? And you got to have that guy that could catch it and, and get some yaks. So, and which he could he could get the axe, but you got to catch it. He's coming back. He's not. He's not. He's not done enough to catch to get that big check yet. Well, maybe this offseason he'll work on that. You know, and because it really not that hard of a thing. Like what you talking about? Catching the ball. He, Who's not? Who needs to work on it? Ronald Jones. That's, oh, that's yeah, the knock yeah. on him is that Brady wants. I was talking about Luna Fournette though. I'm like he's not done enough to get a, a big to have teams be like, okay, we'll give you. A bunch of bank, no, so not yet. He, yeah. him. That's why I said him and AB will come back for, you know, whatever position minimum, veteran contracts they are at that point. Save that's money. Awesome. Okay. The Bucks are winning again next year, so I mean, only yeah. if Shaq comes back. Shaq doesn't come back. I have him like in that like NFC Championship game or whatever. Like Shaq, Shaq is the key to that. Yeah, he's a special player. Yeah, and they'll sign him for sure. So, tag them. so moving on into that pretty much as you guys were already discussing there, um, I have early projections in terms of win-loss. Uh, what do you guys see the Buccaneers getting to? Uh, conference, champ- conference championship, divisional, wild card, a Super Bowl winner, Super Bowl maybe and they lose. What, what are our projections? 
mm. projections. Let me look for, at uh, let me look at our schedule. Though. I got them eleven and five NFC South champions, and they make it at least to the NFC Conference Championship. I can respect that. Hold on, I'm looking at their schedule. Think they're going to have to tweak a little bit. They're not going to be as stacked as they were, so they won't go twelve and four, thirteen and three. But they'll win eleven. It's again. I don't know how many times I've said it, but it's going to be an interesting offseason. Because speaking of that, they're not going to be a stack. Well, and the division won't either. So maybe the Saints is regrouping. Breeze is gone. You know what I mean? So yeah, it may not seem that way initially, but with this offseason, they just won. They got Brady or won the Super Bowl. They have Brady. I mean, and you saw all the talent in the world that he was able to pull there. I feel like he might do that again. Yeah, other people will be willing. Yeah. Like, we ain't even count thought about that. Like, there's going to be other guys that are like. Especially, like, veterans. Yeah. Like, I want I want a chance at a chip. Yeah, I'll come for, down there. Sign me for $2, man. I'll be down there. That's why right. I thought J.J. Watt was going to come. You know? I did, too. But he still <laughs> he still commands a lot of money. Yeah. So. Um, we're, we're going 14-2. The only loss. Wow. The only loss that we're. The only losses that wow. we're taking is to New Orleans. No, we're not. We're sweeping them. No, we're losing to New Orleans. Drew Brees ain't gonna be there. No, he's coming back for a season. He won't be playing. Oh, he won't play the whole year. I mean, I thought he was retiring. And then the other loss will be to Buffalo. Man, Buffalo. I will okay. say the good thing about it is this will be Tom Brady's second year. They're gonna have an off season this time. Yeah, did, listen, I'm with Cole. <laughs> so they, they, I mean, they could get better if, I'll give if them they two bring losses. the majority of them back. I'll give them two losses, but they're gonna be so. They much win at least eleven though. Tom Brady was in the New England for so long. Like, he has so much chemistry with those players and the coaching staff and everything. He's going to be in yeah. year two coming off a of Super Bowl. They will be better. They're going to be so but much better. Listen, this cliff that they keep talking about with him, it's going to be overnight. Like, he's going to throw for five touchdowns in in one week, and then next week he's going to throw four interceptions and never be the same after. It, it's it's going to come down to – It's going to be like um, – Injury. If they can, if they can keep him protected <clears> – <throat> And keep him from getting hurt. I think that he'll be all right. like. But you're right because I almost watched it happen to Drew Brees. Yeah, it's like, well, how did he? I, a three week period. He was like, oh, he's not the same he guy. Throw the ball over twenty five right. yards. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know if it was sling. tendonitis or what right. was going on in his shoulder. Maybe, but it was. He's not evident. recovering as fast. It's, yeah, it's, and I get that. So, but Tom Brady's a different piece. He is. Jason, where are the Bucks going? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I mean, it, it's Super Bowl. There's, there's the, that's why I keep joking about everybody else next year is just practicing. Like it's Tampa Bay Buccaneers back to back. Just random, random off the wall questions. Since we're talking about Super Bowl and the Bucks getting there again, who will they be? Who very, very super early, extreme, way too early. In all honesty, but for Kansas the sake City. for the sake of the show. AFC, who's getting to the Super Bowl? Kansas City again. See, they're going to beat three in a to, row. They're going to beat people to death this year coming up. Not, if their if their offensive line is healthy, he was missing. So he missed two of his offensive linemen, and they reshuffled the line in the positions they weren't used to playing. They are going to try and beat. It's just like in in the NBA when when uh when Clay comes back, Golden State's going to hurt some people's feelings for beating up on them while they're down. I think Kansas City is going to have a vendetta. Okay. I but can respect that. I, I'm going to have to see it because I, I think Todd Bowles put down a little recipe for Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City he, Chiefs. He did he do that. Offensive line at 70%. No, I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong with yeah. that. I'm just saying 
with the disguise coverages, with the you could have got two sacks in that game. I don't know. About that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'll take the elevator. We are facing the Jacksonville Jaguars in the Super Bowl. No, man, stop it. We're playing the Chiefs again. I can see Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I don't know what it is in his head. Lamar Jackson's got to get over something. There's a hump he's got to get over. I mean, Tennessee. He, he won his first playoff. Game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, but still, he's he gets to the playoffs and yeah, he's a he's a different different breed. I don't know if it's the atmosphere, and I I, I love Lamar Jackson. Like I think he's great. Um, I don't know who I mean Buffalo, Buffalo. Buffalo it all depends on yeah. They're gonna be. I think you see the same core p- teams in the playoffs in the AFC next year. Uh, Pittsburgh, the Browns, <coughs> Cleveland. I actually get better. The Browns. Ooh. I don't think Shout out to the Browns. Browns. I don't Tell think you, Brady would have been on the Browns. They would have went to the Super Bowl. I'm you put Tom Brady on any team, they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Not any team. Just about. Well, though. at least. They at least, least make the playoffs. playoffs. He oh, like playoffs. LeBron James. Yeah. He'll make it, yeah, he'd have made the Jets a playoff team. Pretty yeah, much. for sure. So, I think we covered the entire GM mode, if you will, for the Tampa like Bay GM Buccaneers. Mode. Yeah, that was I like fun. spending other people's money. Right. <laughs> Not literally, but yeah. Um, and that was quarter two. GM the Seahawks. So without further ado, we're going to move on to the third quarter. Um, and that's going to be the Seattle Seahawks, my NFL team, my team since 04, 05, whenever we played the Steelers and got our butts whooped in the Super Bowl. Um, I don't remember why I stuck with them, but I, I did. And, well, even, eventually they, they, they came alive and, and drafted Russell Wilson and a couple other good players back in 2011, 2012 time frame. And before we know it, we were in the Super Bowl back-to-back years. Let's not talk about the second one, please. Oh, my God. Worst um, decision ever. Most controversial play call in NFL history. Um, there won't be a day where I, I don't say that. I agree with you. Um, and, worst, worst call ever. And you brought it up. He's a heck of a coach. Next to Belichick, Pete Carroll, Pete yeah. Carroll, yeah. absolutely. But he's by far the worst call I've ever seen. Worst call ever. Yeah, that. Yeah, that play call. Yeah. I have a bias because Lynch is like one of my favorite players of all time. But like, me too. It does. If you have, there's like five players in the history. Like, if you've got Mike Allstott, Jerome Bettis, <laughs> Christian Okoye, like, there's a group of people, and Marshawn Lynch is in that group. Yeah. That if it's one. To go, that's who you give it to. But but, but to Pete Carroll's credit, if they would have scored a touchdown, everybody would have been like, "What a that's call! Fine, what a gutsy call!" Right. Everybody we thought he was running every, it. We do that with everything, though, like yeah. with fakes and all of that. That's cute, no? Yeah. But there's a reason why you go with. They're like he's like everybody knew what they was gonna. Run. Okay, make you make me stop. You know what I mean? Like, oh. I mean, Malcolm Butler knew what they were doing. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, Wes. I, I had to do that. Ricocheted off of Ricardo Lockett. Ricocheted. And the ball practically landed in his hands. You're talking about the interception? Mm-hmm. It's so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate how Ricardo Lockett's career went. You can't, you can't deprive him of what they he literally, ball hawked that one. That was, they just that was sandwiched, him. and Ricardo definitely wasn't expecting it based off his reaction, uh, his body language, if you will. And uh, Malcolm Butler you know, kept his eyes on the ball and, and played like a, a good, play. played like a good defensive back that he that he was. God, that hurt my feelings. That that was oh, I heard a lot of people. I've so I, and I say it's the most controversial play call, not just bias, but like I've I 
Unfortunately, I have some Patriot friends, um, and they have told me themselves. They're like, "Dude, we thought the game was over. We were just, uh, you know, um, complaining." The, the second one would only have to be the tuck rule in the AFC champion. I don't even know if it was the AFC championship game, but when they played the Raiders, and the ball going forward, and they ruled it a fumble. Like that would be the second. Yeah, and then I they remember changed the rule. It was called Patri- the tuck Patriots rule. Raiders, right? right? In the snow. Yeah. 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 Okay, I remember. I've that seen would that probably be the second. That that was controversial because of the way they called it, though. Yeah. Like this is by far the the most questionable coaching decision in the in the final final drive of a play in a in a ever. Yeah. Not, not even just Super Bowl ever. And unfortunately, as much as I want to forget about it, I, I've seen it, you know, get aired on TV a couple of times to no surprise. It's bad. Um, it's like the Ohio State pass interference on Miami in the championship game. When was this? This is so Miami won it in '02, went back in '03. Okay, and they they called some like phantom pass interference call. It was. <laughs> any top 10 any top 10 worst calls ever that Ohio State Miami games always in the top 2 or 3 I'll have to I have to look that one up on on YouTube or something <clears throat> I'm a little unfamiliar but without further ado um let me get on with my business here as general manager I'm firing everybody no I'm kidding but uh two players that I am giving new contracts to um so let's start with I think one of the obvious ones, uh, the one, the only uh, wide receiver. He just played his second year. It was one of the standout wide receivers uh, amongst. Uh, he was certainly top ten. Some would put him in a top five. Um, I would have to look back at numbers and such to decide where he would go on my list and in, in terms of the best receivers this past season. But that being uh, DK Metcalf, um, I think he's he can be a staple to the Seattle Seahawks franchise long-term. And uh, I, I, he, his potential is, is by far unlimited. Um, and, and I, I mean, I can't wait to see him continue to ball out as, as he's doing. He's only growing and working so much harder than ever. Um, and, and surely everyone's seeing that on the field, of course. Um, the man is just unbelievable. Um, I remember the uh, – they were playing the 49ers and was it Witherspoon? One of the DBs from the from, from uh, San Francisco kind of jumped his route. I think he was just running like a basic like slant route and jumped it, which, you know, he, okay, he's going to surely get an interception. Nope. Collides with Metcalf. You would have thought any other receiver would have fell to the ground immediately, probably been injured. No, because he's DK Metcalf. And instead what happened was the DB bounced off of Metcalf, fell to the ground, and was hurt. And Metcalf just looked at him and said, come on, man, or something along those lines. And just walked back to the line. It was the funniest thing I've seen all season just about. Um, but nonetheless, DK Metcalf, I know he's he's only going into year three. But, man, just go ahead and give the man an extension. He's he's working like nobody else out there. And I, I think it's showing – He's a uh, franchise wide receiver, no doubt about it. Yeah, I think Seattle would be just uh, – we talk about most controversial play calls. That would be the most controversial, like, decision-making uh, in, in the NFL is, is not, you know, re-signing him when that time comes. How did he go in the second round? How did every NFL team who had a first-round pick not pick the Because NFL? his technique and fundamentals, at least to these scouts, were so poor – 
You know, he was this great big physical receiver, but as far as like his three cone drill and stuff like that and the footwork and all wasn't that great. And to be honest right now, it's still not phenomenal, but it has gotten so much better. Um, and, and again, I'll say it again. It's, it's, it's being shown out there on the field. Um, I mean, I think, I wish I remembered I think he, he might've finished top five in yards. He definitely had a over a thousand yard receiving, uh, receiving season this year, over a thousand yards. Um, if I could spit that out, but, um, and I think the year before he got 900, just a hair off a thousand in his rookie year, of course. So uh, DK Metcalf's my first choice here. And then my second choice, who am I researching? Okay, so I picked an offensive player. I'm going to go defensive. Uh, um, what's that one set? His name, Quandre? You know who, you know. <laughs> Quandre Diggs? Quandre Diggs is a good choice, but I'm going to go with the, the young stud, the, the one and only one of the best safeties in the league. Oh, Jamal Adams. God, I, I just hope he, he works on his coverage skills. I'm not <laughs> going to get into that, but uh, Jamal Adams, without a doubt. My goodness, you call him what you want. I see people on the internet, of course, it's over the internet, right? Um, they wouldn't do it in person. I know they wouldn't. It's funny to see, but uh, they call him Blitz Boy. Um, but nonetheless, it's it's usually just a lot of salty, um, butt hurt Jets fans. <laughs> but um, and that's just the reality of it. I'm being real here. But no, Jamal Adams. I think man, he deserves it just about more than anyone else on that on that def- defensive side of the ball for for the Seattle Seahawks. Um. And for anyone thinking like, oh, Bobby Wagner, no, we we still got Bobby Wagner for a couple more years. He's also uh, getting up there in age, and I mean, his production hasn't really stepped off a bit at all. So um, that's been pretty amazing to see at, at over thirty years of age. I mean, he's just over a hundred tackles at probably almost every season of his career. I mean, it's it's just been amazing to see um, his production continue to be at the pace that it is. Um, one of the best linebackers in the league without a doubt, if not the best. So Jamal Adams, my defensive player who I'm who I'm giving an extension to, or a new contract rather, he certainly deserves it. And oh. then you got DK Metcalf on the offensive side of the ball. So two players that I am cutting. This is gonna be fun. So on D I'll start on defense and I'm gonna immediately go to um cornerback Trey Flowers. I think he's in year three or year four. I forget what college he came out of. Maybe TCU. I could be wrong. 6'1", 6'2", great length. Uh, plays the ball okay. Um, he kind of falls asleep, it seems, at times. Obviously not literally, but just he 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 hasn't produced, and, and I know he hasn't, for what uh, Pete Carroll and, and John Snyder and company over there in Seattle envision that Trey Flowers would turn into. I will say, however, he initially was a safety, if I'm not mistaken, and his his height kind of already tells you that, being six one six two. Not that all safeties are six six foot and, and taller. Obviously, we got uh, Quandre Diggs back there, who's like five ten, maybe, maybe a little shorter, maybe a hair taller. Uh, and he shout out to Quandre Diggs; he's been playing phenomenal since we traded for him from the uh, Detroit Lions. But Trey Flowers, uh, he's just I think we can fill that void. Here in free agency with with someone else, um, regardless of age, f- for the same price, if not a little more, nonetheless. I mean, I think we do need a an upgrade on on in our defensive back unit alongside Shaquille Griffin, and that's another name 
that I'll get into here in a second. He's he's coming up on a contract renewal, and uh, some individuals are questioning whether that Seattle should be doing that or not. I'm not sure if they will or not, to be honest. I personally think they should. I, I certainly think they should. I think he's a he's a solid uh, DB1 Agreed. for us at the moment, um, and he's still beyond, he's just super young. Um, so and his potential is still unlimited as well. He's he reached his first uh, Pro Bowl, I believe, last year. So kudos to him. He's he's been producing quite well this year. He, he, it was a little up up and down for him, but uh, I'll go over to all the offensive side. Uh, so Trey Flowers, my defensive guy that I'm cutting, and then offensive guy or defensive guy. Hey, what's up? Um, Offensive, offensively, who 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 am I letting go of? Mm. Who am I letting go of on offense? Tyler Lockett, no. Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde, yeah, but that's I feel like that's an obvious one. Chris Carson. I'm gonna go Chris Carson. I'm letting it's go. Like y'all talking Spanish right now to me because I don't know none of these people. <laughs> yeah, Jay, Jason's Carson. still here, guys. He hasn't he hasn't gone well, y'all anywhere. Y'all got me on this NFL. <laughs> Once y'all start talking about the bugs, I'm like, who? Yeah, no, everyone fell asleep after we stopped talking about the bugs. That's all right. I've uh, been here. <laughs> but no, I I, I think uh, Chris Carson has been quite phenomenal, and I think he can still ball out, still super young, still a lot of talent, still a lot of room to grow. Injury, unfortunately, like a lot of running backs, it's it's gotten to him quite well. Again, um, not only just running backs, but the physical ones, it, it's something they kind of run into at times, uh, similar to the situation with uh, – James Conner uh, out in Pittsburgh, he's just he had one standout year, and he just hasn't been the same since, and that, that hasn't been for any reason besides really injury, at least in my opinion, it seems like. And you could say that for a couple other physical running backs out there in the league as well. But, uh, again, Chris Carson could certainly ball out elsewhere. He's up for a new contract, but I don't think we're going to be willing to pay him uh, the money he's probably going to be requesting, especially with his injury history and all. Um, I think the Seattle as an organization would be smart to just move on from him. Not to mention, we do have Carlos Hyde, but I I think we might be letting him walk. We got our rookie, DJ Dallas, who showed some potential um, in the few snaps that he was able to get during the season. Then we got Travis Homer, uh, who isn't the greatest, not physical whatsoever. He has some speed to him. He's a very good uh, special teamer. Um, I'd hope that we hang on to him maybe for special teams. Um, And if, I mean, if anything... If anything, uh, we just draft one. So um, let me just point this out real quick. I'm getting on the uh and um train. I know it. I know it, guys. You were probably like, oh, Wes, Jesus Christ, man, what's going on? <laughs> I'm sorry. I ca- I'm practically talking to myself here because no one, <laughs> everyone's a Bucks fan. Bro, you're getting ready for I your mean, Seattle show, bro. And so, yeah, this is practically a Seattle show right now. No, it's fine. That's your team. And, and we already it, went over the Bucks at Seahawks time. Yeah, and that was easy to do. Do y'all hear people. music in your headphones? No, I do not hear music. You don't hear any? It's like very low, but I yeah. think it's from the brewery. <laughs> There's a party going on. They're downstairs. playing bingo over there. I got a band <laughs> or something, probably. No, I, they are. They actually are playing bingo. So, oh, <laughs> moving on, one player that I'm going to let go in free agency. This is a good one. One player that I'm letting go in free agency. I don't even know. Hold on. I'm looking up your guys' free agents. Yeah, yeah do, 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 do that for me, will you? And let me know, because I know a few off the top of my head, I don't know all of them. Hmm. We got one of our new oh, members of the team. One. Lance is here with us, so welcome, Lance. Welcome, Lance. Welcome on. What's up, guys? 
creep behind me or scared the crap out of me. No, I'm kidding. He's here um, for the next show, but he can, <laughs> he can go ahead and get get a little in. KJ Wright is. So I I, I know who who I'm who I'm letting walk. Uh, I'm letting the uh, future or future <laughs> uh, Alabama star. Uh, Jaron Reed, defensive tackle, still young, a lot of potential again. So pretty much everything I said about Chris Carson, you can practically apply that to Jaron Reed. Um, and, and he'll, again, he'll ball out for practically any other team you put him on. But he just he hasn't lived up to the hype and potential that I know that coaching staff uh, want, wants to see out of him. I think he had, I know he had one good season with about 10.5 sacks. And then the following year, he was wanting a, a new huge deal. And thankfully... Um, someone with brains uh, within Seattle was like, no, uh, we. I think we either franchise. No, we didn't franchise tag him. I think we just signed him for a one or two year deal, something short. And then we saw this season that he's just, yeah, he's not putting up ten and a half sacks every season, not even close. I, I don't even know if he put up like six, half of that uh, this year. And then we saw way more production out of uh, Puna Ford, who came out of Texas, I believe. Which crazy thing about Puna Ford? Puna Ford's like. 5'10 or 5'11. He's like the shortest defensive tackle probably in the league or one of. Uh, a hair over 300 pounds, I think. He's, he's a big dude, though, still. And and he he showed out this year. He bought out. So that's that's another guy we better be giving an extension to shortly, too, is, is Puna Ford. That man can ball out. Um, you're, doing so all, none, you're doing all this talking about Seattle, but you ain't talking about the one Seattle topic. No, not yet. Cause we're gonna oh, it's get coming? In, we're going to get into f- uh, fourth quarter. And, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm waiting on yeah, I'm waiting on this one. That's the one thing you know about Seattle. Yeah, huh? that's the one thing that anybody knows about Seattle right now. I was gonna say uh, <laughs> it's the elephant in the room, and I'm just waiting to hear. Everyone's staring at it. I know. Besides me, uh, biggest draft need. My goodness, uh, quarterback Russell. <laughs> good one, Ru- Russell Wilson. Uh, again, this elephant in the room. Right, he stated recently that he needs, or he's tired of getting hit. I don't blame him. He's been the most sacked quarterback since he's came into the league. I did not know that for sure. Like, I, I never saw the st- statistic until uh, I saw it on a graphic on, like, ESPN a couple days ago. But I've always said that. I literally tell my wife all the time. I was like, I guarantee he's been the most sacked quarterback. What do you know? They show the graphic. Most sacked quarterback since 2012. It's like, wow, go figure, right? So I'm not surprised. They've never had an elite O-line there. They've never had a great one. They – might have had a good one, one or two years. Other than that, they've practically been trash. And that's coming from a true Seattle fan. We've never had... Even when they had the, the Beast? They didn't have a good offensive line? No, they didn't. Beast mode like, did everything on his own. Yeah. They've never had a good one. Right. I um, mean, you don't think his play style makes him get sacked a lot? I mean, because he doesn't sit in the pocket a lot. Yeah, he he's, moves around. Yeah, he's an, he's an improviser, right? Just like Deshaun Watson, uh, one season or two, he was the most sacked as well. It's just these improviser quarterbacks, if you will, and some that like to scramble a little bit but aren't as elusive as like a Lamar Jackson and can't get away every time almost seemingly. It's 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 bound to happen. So certainly his play style has a little bit to do with it as well. So I'm not going to point out – by no means I'm not going to point all the fingers at Russell – or at the O-line rather, but I am going to point some fingers at the fact that we just – we don't go out and try to sign – or draft big-name offensive linemen like in the first round for the draft. And then as far as offensive linemen, I will give kudos for us getting Dwayne Brown from the Texans. He's rolling into his next season at like 35 or 36 years old and still like top five left tackle in the game, which is beyond me. That's crazy. 
Um, and then we got, oh, we did uh, draft Damian Lewis, uh, left guard or right guard, left guard or right, right guard, guard out right of guard. LSU. That that kid's something special. He's He should, if Seattle's smart, he should be there for a long time as well. He's phenomenal run blocking. Phenomenal. I honestly think, though, I mean, you guys, you guys should blow it up and start over, if you ask me. Because after Legion of Boom left, you kind of just – it was just Russ on the island by himself, and then a washed Marshawn Lynch came back. You know, y'all made a few playoff runs, and then y'all ran into us each of the couple times. I'm a Packers fan, by the way. But God bless. But uh, <laughs> but um, I, I really think y'all should blow up, get a bunch of draft picks, and get a quarterback this year. That would be the thing to do if you ask me because there's a lot of talented quarterbacks in this draft. And if you wanna, if you don't wanna be, you know, like one in fifteen bad, I think I think the best thing to do would be able to see what you can get from a team like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe you can do a swap, Deshaun Watson, and not even be bad. You, you know, know what? And I've told a couple people, not many, um, that that was the one thing I will accept is if we brought over Deshaun Watson. Plus, maybe some sort of draft compensation. I don't know. They would. That's beyond me. I don't. I'm not too familiar with all that. I know our, we only have four picks this this upcoming draft. So, and we don't have no nothing in the first round. Go for it. I respect what you're saying because there's a time to do that. You're the Seattle fan. Yeah. Help me understand this. Y'all made the playoffs, right? We've made the playoffs every year of Russell Wilson's uh, time with Seattle, besides like one year in 2017. Yeah. So you made the playoffs this last season. You've yep. been making the playoffs consistently. Yep. He's tired of getting hit. Yep. Get him some damn offensive linemen. Like, right. well, it's not that hard. You, you yep. guys were decent. You guys were decent <laughs> without him. I mean, with you know, with it just seems to me like get him some help on the offensive line. Do it another year, and then re, like you said, reassess. Absolutely. And then, and then at that point, blow it up. Absolutely. But, you guys were in the playoffs. Like it's not like you're that's Dallas. A, that's why I'm not. You know what I'm saying like it's you, you got you got one of the best quarterbacks, top five quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, right. Awesome. I'm just saying like if it was a year to blow it up, it would be this year to blow it up because you got another quarterback that's on the move and they got to get him out of there because he wants out and he's talking about sitting out regular season games. So maybe you can send a first. A second and a fourth and Russell Wilson and get Deshaun Watson. Listen to what I'm telling you. Deshaun Watson, if you listen to this show, because I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to tag you. Deshaun Watson, bruh, if you sit out, if you sit out the whole season, and I ain't saying you're wrong for doing it. I ain't saying you're wrong because I understand it, 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 the NFL, he's trying to force their hand a little bit. Kind of like the NBA, like I want this is what I want. James Harden situation. If you sit out Deshaun Watson and don't play next year, I don't see it, I don't see you getting the the big check after that. I don't. Oh, it's too many desperate teams. He'll get paid. Somebody, yeah. somebody will pay I, him. I would at not. his age. Yeah, I would not. Yeah, from your stance, you wouldn't pay. But I'm not paying him. If I, you and I don't want him on my team. So if I'm the GM or owner of of Houston. 
He's gone. I'm trading him. Like he had already been gone because I'm gonna get the top top amount. That's the thing. They have a new a new GM, a new everything practically over there in Houston. They're kind of rebooting, but he's already met with those individuals and said he's still not. That's what I'm has, saying. You under contract, bro. Yeah. You got people out of work during COVID. Yeah. Don't tell me you ain't playing when you under contract. And now I don't want you playing for my team because the last person I want on my team that don't give a damn about my team is the quarterback. But I'm not. No. I'm glad I, I I kept the PG right there. <laughs> that's like, that's where you going? Where again, you going with it? That's the slow down. That's the one one thing I would take, and I'm very surprised that I haven't seen that really on ESPN or, or any of those services or TV shows. We'll call them what you want. I I haven't, but that is the one thing I would take is Deshaun Watson. I don't know how draft capital and all would work out in the trade. That's about it. Any anything and, and, anything else? I personally no. And, I'm not taking. How much was Russell Wilson making? A lot of money, over a hundred so mil. If you tired of getting hit, Russell Wilson, and you want to get back to the Super Bowl, and you want to be an elite, elite remembered quarterback, then follow the lead of Tom Brady, restructure your deal, and get yourself some help. Absolutely. Not. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't know when's the last <laughs> time a quarterback not. has gotten paid, paid right like Russell Wilson did, Aaron Rodgers did, and then like. The following year, go to the Super Bowl. It's just it doesn't happen. Just like running backs lately, um, I don't know how long this has been going on, but running backs they have phenomenal seasons. Zeke Elliott being the main one here, um, see if has not, a phenomenal season, gets paid and then completely falls off. Like what? Teams just don't do this right. Yeah. I'm telling you, my business mind, I'm looking at my if I'm the GM of, of the of Seattle, let's just say Russell's making fifty million, all right, for for next year. Okay. I know it's not, but he's making fifty million. I'm gonna go to Russell when I sign that when I sign under that deal. I'm gonna be like, Russ, I'll sign you for twenty five. We're gonna get you the other twenty five. Don't worry about that. That's but illegal. They can't do that. Man, they do it all the time. I'm sure they bro. do. They do it all the time. The corporate sponsors. But they can't do that. They, they, they doing it. Man. I don't know. Uh, that's the only thing I would take is Deshaun Watson. Any, any of this other bogus people are throwing out there, Dak and Zeke, and uh, no, 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 no. But what about a draft capital where you can draft a bunch of stuff with a new guy? Like the kid Zach Wilson from BYU is nasty, and nobody's not talking about him because all they talk about is Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, well, th- that's the thing. It would have to be like a top five pick as well. Right, um, and therefore be one of those top five teams, and I'm not sure if any of those five teams are willing to give up, give up their spot. I don't know if if Jacksonville, Jacksonville would do it right now today if Russell Wilson came available. I don't know right now. I'm not sure. I'm all, not sure all day. But nonetheless, <laughs> Urban uh, Meyer take that all day. We've we've gone off on a tangent here. Around That's what we do. Man. So who? Yeah, yeah. that room. <laughs> But uh, biggest draft need, offensive line. It's always offensive line. Are we every talking year. about the Seahawks? Yes. Still? Yeah, well, we've been talking about the Seahawks. I don't understand why we're talking about the Seahawks. Like, <laughs> that's what's team. They had a moment. Okay, I guess. That's what's team. Guess. We'll it give this a few team. minutes. So. Okay. I, I told um, them LOB was the last, the right, last thing. Right. It's, it's time to blow They it don't up. even have a 12-man anymore. Like. <laughs> like, I don't know what they doing over there. No, no one did this past season. <laughs> like, no one had a 12-man. Hey, I, I got to give you the Bucks won a Super Bowl and they're <laughs> relevant again. I get it. Um, very early win proje- projection. I'm giving him a nine or a ten win season as long as Russell's still there. He's not going to be there, though. 
And I'm going to get them to the first game of the playoffs, and I'm not going to get them farther than that. Who else is in that West division? The Cardinals, the Rams, and the 49ers. The Cardinals are going to be fired this year. Man, the Cardinals ain't going to do a damn thing. Hey, Jason, I, I know you said you didn't like the contract situation like with Deshaun Watson, but um, didn't uh, J.J. Watt just kind of do the same thing, kind of step to him and was like, hey, can you like let me out my contract? But they let him walk. But Deshaun Watson asked to get out of his contract to the Cardinals, get right? traded. <laughs> they they won't do it. Yeah, you know it's just, it's the same situation. They just kind of honored JJ Watts. Well, that's because the quarterback's more valuable, though. They got to figure that out. You know <laughs> so, what I mean? It's so, like so they he was under contract and they just let him. I don't walk. know if I thought his was expired. Nah, he no? he had a he had a two plus one. He still had two years under them. Oh, and they they let him walk. They bought him out and let him. I don't walk. think they wanted him anymore, though. No, they didn't. They was going to so, cut him, but... Well, that matters, though, right? You know what I mean? Like, if I was going to cut you anyway, go ahead. But if they restart him, why make the man in the middle yeah. go through that again? You know, restart over with a new guy and build with a different guy. He don't want to be there, so get him out of there. So from the Seattle perspective, as a Seattle fan, the correspondent of the Seattle, future Seattle show coming <laughs> soon, is Russell Wilson the quarterback of Seattle next year? Yeah, All certainly. Right. It would... Be beneficial to not only Russell and his his team and his camp, but Seattle and the organization as a whole as well. With how his contract is structured, the amount they, of money that's involved, yes. The NFL fixes all this if they just start guaranteeing contracts like the yeah, NBA. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> but nonetheless, that's enough Seattle talk. We are moving Thanks. on to quarter four. Uh, it's just more NFL talk. Uh, first question we got here. I know this trade has happened months ago, practically at this point. At least it feels like. Who do we think won the trade? Uh, the Los Angeles Rams or the Detroit Lions with Matthew Stafford going over to Los Angeles Rams and then Jared Goff heading over to Detroit. We're not going to worry about and think about the draft capital that was involved and all that. More so just those quarterbacks, new faces, new places. Uh, Stafford stays healthy. The Rams win that one. Okay. Of course, but I mean, Detroit's stupid. I'm a Packers fan, so whatever they do is just always <laughs> dumb. They don't make sense. Hold That's on now. True. Green Bay ain't made the best decisions. No. Oh, I'm not saying we did, <laughs> but I'm just saying garbage bag Detroit always make the worst decisions. They do make bad decisions. They, they waste they've wasted two of the greatest talents in the history Barry Sanders, of the Megatron. Yeah. But if if he stays healthy, Stafford Stafford's gonna finally be somewhere where they they believe in him and they can put some stuff around him because his talent is is okay. ridiculous. Matthew Stafford is a Georgia Bulldog. They don't know how to win. So what? golf <laughs> golf is the better deal in this one. Man, Jared Stop Goff is trash. Jason Basin is. I don't off. care if he's trash. Matthew Stafford played at Georgia. Like they didn't Georgia they, win a national championship? Ne- negative. They haven't won one in the last negative. ten years. No, no. no? I thought they they went oh, to they one, didn't won, they? And, they, and they got blowed out to Alabama. Yeah, they ain't won since since before West was born. I can promise they you. They know that. how to win. Oh yeah, they may not won the national. I'm saying like Matthew Stafford is not a winner. I mean, but. Matthew Stafford ran into Brandon Spike, Tim Tebow, and those years when he was at Georgia. But you, I mean, everybody runs into people. Yeah, you know but I mean? that that Deshaun Watson running into people, he won. Well, that's that's different. His it's like saying Carl Malone don't know how to win, and he had to play during the Jordan era. You know what I mean? Nope. Didn't golf go to a Super Bowl? Yes. Did he win a Super Bowl? No. He, he lost, but he played in the Super Bowl. He lost he to the Patriots. Oh, well, yeah, I can't blame did. him for that. 
It was an ugly game, too. It was yeah, like 16 to 3. Breaks beat off on That defense absolutely demolished them. So, you know, everybody kind of knows on the Bartow show, I'm just getting back in the NFL. I lost interest for years. <laughs> I'm just getting back Welcome in. Back. But when I saw that trade, I thought these two guys are relevant still. Like, because to each, me. Each team needed to get out from under them, basically. Stafford and, and, is the man, though. He just. Hasn't had, he hasn't the, had anything around him I since. I watched him beat the Gators several times. Like, yeah. I know he's a good quarterback. So they won? Huh? They won. But they're not in the Just championship. The <laughs> not in the championship. <laughs> you, know, man, you win a game here and there. Hey, roll tide. All right, moving on. So yeah, I, He just had to get one. <laughs> well, I mean, he got to make up for that Seattle Seahawks stuff. This. So, um, J.J. Watt to the Arizona Cardinals. What are our thoughts? What are our thoughts about? Whoa. Whoa. My bad, my bad. I thought I'm you was the talent. You're the recording to... artist. You... Look, my man came in here and took my seat. I don't know. I'm trying to get adjusted. <laughs> I mean, he said he wanted to win a Super Bowl, I thought. That's what that's what I've seen all over the internet. Why didn't he go to so Buffalo or take a – he wanted money. Let's be real because Green Bay offered him a contract. He wanted to play for the Green team Bay Pat Tillman played for. Yeah, I think I think at this point in his career, he's, he's done it all. He's seen it all besides – the playoffs. I mean, maybe a little in a Super Bowl. I think it was he just had a discussion with his with his wife. I'm assuming they're married, and just decided, oh, where where do we want to live for a year right. or two? Arizona. Arizona, Arizona sounds nice. You <laughs> right. like the Grand Canyons? I like the Grand Tampa Canyons. Tampa Bay sounds nice too. And it's still, Texas. But, but what could, money does right, Tampa he, Bay have? He could still get a good check. Yeah, he wasn't he at that got point a good where check. he's right next door to Texas. Still, he can go visit his family. Yeah. Like I think that's what it came it, down okay, to. Okay, if I'm JJ Watt. <laughs> And I've got this stellar career. I don't right? need the Tampa for $10 million. Right? <laughs> Can we all agree J.J. Watt's going to be a Hall of Famer? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, J.J. Watt, future Hall of Famer. Yeah. I'm going for the league minimum and playing in Tampa. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He got a little Absolutely. more than that. I Absolutely. And then the Tampa probably could have gave him some money because if J.J. Watt come there, just let Shot Barrett walk. No, 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 no they signed a Shaq. I know, I know Seneca ain't a fan of that. that. <laughs> we ain't having that. That's the only way you was going to get Watt because he no. wanted his change. No, yeah. I'm going to say like. No, what I'm saying, he's saying he takes less money. In J.J. Watt, I mean. I would have at right. this point in my career. One more time with the hip hop. If. <laughs> <laughs> If you got it up too high, well, no, yes, it is. It's way louder than the than the other one is. Okay, is that better, sir? Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, no, you're actually number three. All right. If if I'm JJ Watt, you've already made. Let's just say, JJ. I know it's more than this. He got twenty million in the bank. Oh, facts. Okay. Sure. You got twenty million dollars in the bank, and you worried about another fifteen going to play for the league minimum. Here's the thing: when you're a Super Bowl. Ride out on glory right. with your kids and seeing daddy with the confetti. Because there's hey. nothing he can do right now no. that's going to affect his legacy. No, he took a picture with already. Tillman. I mean, like, it, right. it may mean something to him, and, 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 and right. that's an honor. I would love to see Pat Tillman's locker and all that, and I made a joke about it. But he went for greed, it looks like, because he could have went to Buffalo. He could have went to Tampa. He could have went to KC. He could have went to a Super Bowl contender. And gave himself a shot at the ring. We talked about it last week. Uh, you know, the basketball guys trying to get that chance to just win a ring. Yeah. And yeah. in the in the sport, you know about all that. Huh? That is the hardest. Oh, yeah. There's no sport <laughs> harder to win a championship, and that's why Brady's at the level he's at as yeah. far as the goat conversation than football to win. Not to mention, he went to the toughest the, the toughest division in football. You might not even make it out. Like you know what I'm saying, he didn't care. 
You can yeah. win. What if they all win eleven? They all go eleven and three. Only two of them get in playoff spots. So then I asked, not anymore because remember they opened up that extra playoff. What's spot. so oh, bad? Three, three What's so could. bad in Houston right now that you wanted to walk and go for to another? Let me sorry let team. me let me interrupt you, Jason. Ask James Harden because that's that's our next topic. Is what in the world? And and that's me being polite, of course. Is going on in Houston? They lost, and I'm sure the list is so much more. They lost Jadavion Clowney. They lost one of the best wide receivers in the Where'd NFL. Where Clowney go? Uh, Clowney initially, nice. I think, went to Seattle Seahawks and was Where he played o- college ball. At? Okay, he is South, South Carolina. Carolina Gamecocks, and then he now he's with Tennessee, and not Tennessee. doing doing as much as I am right now. So, so he fell off. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. He had a terrible season. Yeah. He did this Got, year though. He had that one hit, and of, and of course he one wanted, hit. Why did put him on Sports Center? That around. one hit got him to where he was. It was mean. It was that mean. that that got him a first round contract. <laughs> Do your thing. But they lost DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best receivers in the NFL. And he and wanted out. JJ Watt, without a doubt, uh, future Hall of Famer, and now soon. Without a doubt, Deion. their management's trash. Though. Yeah, like what what's going on over there? What do you what do you got to do? Bro, where do you start? I mean, it's the whole city of sports. You got the <laughs> Cheetahs and the Houston Astros. You got, mm-hmm. The Rockets can't get it done. James Harden won out, so he yeah. just go party all night until you trade him, and then now you got the the Texans. But it used to be a championship city, though. Yeah, it used, used to be. be. Right. I don't know what happened. That's what I'm trying to figure out. What's I don't the know his name. Is the Bill Bill Bryan? Bill what's the, uh, the Houston? Oh yeah, the worst NFL coach in history, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, who gave D Hop away for a pair of right, socks and Doritos? Right, because he's got GM duties and stuff too. Yeah, so it's crazy. They don't play for them. I'm glad they got rid Jeff of him. Fisher. Yeah, uh, seriously. Can I can I uh, mention something about the Bucks real quick? Of course. Can the Bucks please, if you're listening, Tampa? You know I'm working with you um, <laughs> on these media passes and all the credentials. Yo. Y'all got to fire y'all's equipment manager. Okay, if you need some help, I'll help you. We'll find somebody for you. But you got to get our coach. <laughs> yeah. Our coach looks like he just, like they cut his hospital band off and they let him walk on the sideline. He got the damn battery pack around his chest and the lights going. Is this, like, I think he just. Is it because he's big? I think he like Belichick and stuff. He just he be just, like, I don't want to just do it. Just old school. Just put it. Let me throw it on and let me go. Yeah, he I mean, like, he, my he, man, he, he like the bus of Kango when he's not on the sidelines. Yeah. He's old. Yeah, yeah. He's fresh looking up, but on Detroit the sideline, he got that dang guitar strap on and the thing. And the, just <laughs> walking with his shield. I'm like, bro. Hey, if, <laughs> it, if, struggling if it's not broke, don't fix it. That's probably the motto, the motto he's rolling Shout with. Shout out to Bruce Aaron. He ain't Super Bowl this champion. year. He ain't do that this year. And we don't have to touch on the last topic because that was, as uh, Lance came in and said, the elephant in the room. Earlier, uh, Russell and Seattle and all that business, which we've already practically covered. Yes, I do believe Seattle uh, keeps in, in touch with Russell, and he is the quarterback oh. next year. Anywhere but the Bears. As long, long as he go anywhere but the Bears, I'll be happy. <clears throat> yeah. He could go to the Bears, too. I, they have the draft capital, and I am scared. <laughs> But nonetheless, that's been the show, guys. NFL theme. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next week with more. Uh, please stay tuned, and uh, we'll get these episodes uh, up as soon as we can on both Facebook and Twitter. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Shout out to the Bartow Boys basketball team heading to the state championship game on Saturday. And shout out to the lacrosse team. 2-0 since they've been up here from my calculations. 
<laughs> so shout out to you boys doing a great job. We'll see you next week. Yep. <laughs>